the Dallas Mavericks trade for former Rocket Center Christian Wood. Is he the center the Mavericks need when Nico Harrison said they wanted to get an upgrade at center? We'll talk about that and what it means for the Dallas Mavericks ceiling. Did it change? Talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lentic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. He hits Bang! Bang! It's good! And the Mavericks have won the game! You don't believe you shouldn't be here. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But the best way to help us grow the show is to comment your thoughts about the Christian Wood trade below. Let us know. What do you think about the Christian Wood trade? And guess what? I'm letting it ride. Letting it ride. When else can you let it ride during the offseason except for on a trade, right? Today's episode is brought to you by Arcade One Up. Lockdown is partnering with Arcade One Up to give away three free NBA Jam Shack machines. Stay tuned later in the show to learn how to enter. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the Woodwagon, the One More Thing King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Mavs make a trade, baby. Let's go. It's, it's always fun. It's always like that that heart drop moment whenever you see a a Shams, a Woj, a Stein. Dallas Mavericks Mc- enter talks with or have agreed in <laughs> principle to, oh my God, what is it? It's like, you know, you see a trade and you see Dallas Mavericks and you're like, oh, what just happened? And uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it, you know, here, here's my just initial thoughts off the top. <sighs> Did Boban have to be in it? <laughs> don't, don't even, don't even do this to sorry. my heart right now. <laughs> sorry, don't sorry. go we'll, breaking my heart. We'll talk about Boban, but realistically, uh. Here's the thing. You add Christian Wood and you add Christian Wood by not giving up a rotation player from the playoff run that you just went on and by not giving up a future first round pick and by not having to like hurt your salary cap in the future. But all those three things, you added a starting center that's better than the centers that you have, then that's a win right there. Point it's blank. a win. It's it's however a- you feel about Christian Wood, it's a win. It's a win in that perspective, in an asset management pers- perspective, because we've been talking about these 26 picks. We just had Rafael Barlow on yesterday to talk about the guys who are going to be available there. And we're like, what about Kamagate? What about these guys? These guys are all theoretical. Like how many players at the 26 pick make it and are as good as Christian Wood, right? They wish that they could be as good as Christian Wood is right now. And so if you have the opportunity, now we'll go through all the positives and negatives about this trade. And there are some things that I'm concerned about, but you, if you can get a guy like that and play right now, and this team is kind of a kind of ready to go right now, then you do it and take the risk. That that's the thing. It's like it basically comes down to twenty six for Christian Wood because we love Boban, but Boban, Sterling Brown, Trey Burke, Marquise Chris, they weren't in the rotation. They're not playing. They probably weren't going to be on the roster anyway because Dallas is going to try to you know try to ship them off somewhere, put them in a deal somewhere else. So it's like you. You took four players who don't play for your team and turn and turn them into Christian Wood, another expiring. It's not like that's another thing. It's not like Christian Wood is making, you know, 25 million a year for the next four years. He's an expiring too. So it basically comes down to you're giving up the 26 overall pick 
for the expiring contract of Christian Wood. And yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of people. We just did draft draft profiles for the past two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I was excited to see what prospects Dallas could get at 26 and see and see him bring a young guy to camp and all of that. I'm sure there's some Mavs fans out there that are like, oh, we should have added somebody super young. I get that excitement. But to reiterate what you said, you're hoping a guy at 26, you're taking a swing no matter who, who it is at 26 saying, can you at least come in? I mean, we were talking and saying, can you come in and give us eight minutes off the bench? Like, can you be better than Josh Green, who is the eighth or ninth man in the rotation? So now you're taking that pick and you're turning into Christian Wood, who is literally going to play and be your starting center and be better than all the other centers on your roster. Like that in itself is a it's a big win for Nico. It is. Yeah, it, it, it's a big win. And so you, you the initial reaction is, OK, well, what are the Mavs getting in, in Christian Wood? And what does he bring? Why are we why are we excited about this? Why is Isaac saying that he's going to start right away? I think he is. He's a guy yeah. that can pick and roll like, like, a, like really well. Pick picks and roll better than a lot of players in the NBA. He can also pick and pop too. Last three years, he's averaged just about thirty-eight percent from three, and uh, and he takes about four over four of them a game. And so he can shoot the three. The pick and roll and pick and pop stuff between him and Luca should be really good. It's his rolling is better than what Porzingis's was, and so I think that's a big that's a big positive. Yeah, we've you know been talking over the years of like trying to merge two people. You know, we we've always tried to do it on this podcast. I'm like, man, what, what if we could merge you Ryan Brokoff and Dorian Finney-Smith, <laughs> and we'd have this great play? And now like, it's just Dorian the- Finney-Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now it's just Dorian. Uh, but we we try to do this with you know two players. It feels like almost every year. Well, now the Mavs just did it with Dwight and Maxi, and saying, all right, I mean, I saw a tweet right after the trade. And it was like, hey, how many times during the playoffs was Dallas trying to do this? Like, all right, do we want to stretch five out there and Maxi who can pick and pop? Or do we want a, you know, or do we want a, you know, a roller and Dwight Powell? And it's like you almost had to pick. And now they don't really like those two guys are still on the team for now. But it's like now you have Christian Wood that can pick and pop like a Maxi can pick and roll like a Dwight. We're just talking offense. Right. Just talking offense. But so that's the that's a benefit too of he can do both of what both those guys can do. Yeah, and so if you bring on a guy like that, what it means is now all of a sudden Dwight and Maxi go to the bench the bench spots, which is exactly what you want them to be. We how long have we been talking about if they could just get a starting center that comes in and then all of a sudden Dwight is a backup five? He's a perfect backup five. Like a perfect backup five because they're still going to have that option. He's still going to be out there to, with his hustle and his leadership and, you know, all the stuff that he brings is really good pick and roll, you know, option him and Dinwiddie probably going to have some, some good moments in, in like this year. And so now you get a full off season of that, that you can work on Dwight moves to the bench. Christian Wood moves to the, to the front and is the, the starting center for the Dallas Mavericks. And that's a, that's an upgrade. Yeah, and, and it creates roster spots. I mean, you hardly ever see a four for one, like hardly yeah, at right. all. That's true. Because now, I mean, now Houston, like they got to figure out their roster spots. Who are they going to waive? Do they waive all? You know, they're going to be eating money basically just to get the twenty, you know, twenty six overall pick. They get a trade so, exception, I think. I think I saw somebody tweet that out. Yeah. So in in Dallas's case, you create your spot for Theo Pinson now for the end of the bench, like because yep. he he can't come back as a two way guy. And now you open up three other spots on your roster. So, hey, if you want to go add somebody to the uh, exception over the next week, you can do that. You got a roster spot for that. If you make another trade out there to where you bring in a couple more guys, like 
there, there's a bunch of now there, now you have a handful of roster spots now that you we were looking at it saying, all right, well, Jay Burke's going to be coming back. Well, what's his like? All right, Marquise Chris, we kind of got these guys on like we understood Boban. <sighs> we'll have a moment for Boban, but Sterling Brown, Marquise Chris, Trey Burke, like I don't know what their role is going to be on the team next year. No. So now, now we kind of open those spots up. Great, yeah. great. I can't say it enough. Great move. I'm not, there are other bigs out there that I think fit the roster better as far as like fit, like a miles Turner or something like that, that you've been all about, but for this type of deal and for the value and what Dallas gave up, I thought it was a, a, a huge win for Nico in the front office. And we could talk about all these hypotheticals of, you know, Oh, could they get miles Turner? What about Deandre Ayton and all that? But some of these guys have to be available and you have to have the right stuff to give up for them. It has to be the right situation, right? This Christian Wood just happened to be the right situation for the Mavericks. And so what if for the that pa- cost, what if the Pacers were not going to give up miles Turner for like anything, then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well that's not an option anymore. We can talk about it all we want and say, Hey, that's the ideal guy. Okay. Well, yeah. he's not available. So he's just not available. They're not going to trade it. But for what the Mavericks gave up to get a guy like that, it's a, I, I it's got still an incredible a analogy for you. So, my wife and I, we have two toddlers. We've been wanting to get a third row SUV for a while. Third, you said third, and I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." <laughs> third row, third row, and we're like, two "All right, trying to save, trying to save up some money." We're like, "Let's let's try to shop around a little bit," but we didn't know when we were ready to buy. We were back home visiting some family. We saw a family friend that owns a car lot. We were just talking to him one day. He's like, "Hey, I got this third row car that I will give you a great deal on for different reasons." Ended up being like, hey, this wasn't actually what we were like wanting. It wasn't the timing of what we were wanting. But for the cost and for the deal, we were like, we talked about it one night and said, hey, we can't pass this up. Like, this is theoretically what we want. It wasn't exactly what it is. It's what we want. And for a cheap cost, this is a deal we can't pass up. So there's your analogy. I feel like, you know, the Mavs just got their third row car with a lot of toddlers. Coming up, this is a risk for the Dallas Mavericks. It is. It's a risk in in multiple ways. We've talked about the contract reasons. We've talked about how this deal asset-wise is a win, but it still is a risk for the Mavericks. We'll talk about that and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein bar. Tastes like a candy bar. Got one right here. I got one right here. The puffs. I got my I got mine in the mail. The puffs. You got the, the mud pie puffs? Yeah. Those are good. If you're listening right now, they're going to be available tomorrow or today. They have a countdown on the website right now. Those are really good. I love I love those mud pie puffs. I also love these brownie batter puffs. They're delicious. 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, only seven grams of sugar in a bar covered in hundred percent chocolate. They're great. They're filled with marshmallow. The puffs are awesome. Check out the regular uh, built bars as well. Use the promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your entire order. It's built.com built or nothing. The ultimate mock draft starts Tomorrow or today, June 16th, wherever you are, if I finish editing it and posted it, then that means it's available. Day one uh, picks one through six. Our NBA local hosts like us make the picks. And oh man, <laughs> we made a pick in this draft and we made a trade. And now this, this pick is gone. Um, but we'll just, we'll release it the way it was. So uh, yeah. there you go. Go check out the ultimate NBA mock draft, wherever you get your podcast. All right, Isaac Harris. The Mavs trade for Christian Wood. Now, I don't know if we gave the exact like trade. They gave up the 26th pick. They gave up Boban, Trey Burke, Sterling Brown, and Marquise Chris. All these expiring contracts, the end of the bench guys that they weren't going to use next year, basically to fill salary. But this is a risk for the Mavericks. This is a risk in multiple ways. Now, one, 
Christian Wood's $14 million expiring contract this year. This is a contract year for Christian Wood. That's going to matter in a minute when I talk about him. It's a it's a it's a, a risk that hey you gave up the 26 pick you could have gotten a guy that was cost effective that was cost controlled with that rookie deal could have eventually played in the rotation and been a really really good player for the Mavericks, but it's a risk to take somebody at the 26 pick. Now they get somebody that we know is going to come in and be good for the Mavericks, but he could leave in a year. At the end of the season, if it doesn't go well, it, it, he could leave for nothing, and then the Mavericks lose him, and then all of a sudden you lost that asset that the Mavericks don't have a ton of because they still owe one next year to the New York Knicks for the Porzingis trade. And so in that sense, I think it's a risk for the Mavericks. It's a risk, but it's a small risk. Like that's, it, it's a, it's a risk. Yes. But asset wise, asset wise, because you have a, a cheap guy under contract, but I, I think I would be, it would be higher up the risk ladder. If Christian Wood was making 20 million a year for the next four years, or hey, like 40 million for the next four years, like, like go bear, yeah. Or Maxi was in the deal, or a future protected first was in the deal. I saw Bill Simmons tweet out immediately, I was like, Is this all Dallas has given up? Really? This all, they're just getting Christian, but like, if it's that, then I'm like, All right, you are risking some stuff for, for an expiring pick, but just the 26 overall pick, it's still a risk, but it's not a it's not a huge risk. Now, here's the part where it's an even bigger risk, right? I agree with you on that part. It's not a huge risk to give up the 26 pick. It is it is somewhat of a risk, but it's a bigger risk that Christian Wood has not he he is he's bounced around because of different reasons. He was on the Mavericks summer league team in 2017 with the Orlando Mavericks, if you remember that team with like Ding Ying Yuhan and Jameel Warney and like guys like that that went and they won the, the summer league. Uh, Jonathan Motley, Dwight Bikes, Brandon Ashley. Uh, they they went and did that. But it's a, a risk because Christian Wood has had some attitude issues in Houston. Christian Wood yeah. had some issues where he. I, I texted Jackson Gatlin as soon as this trade happened. Host of Locked On Rockets. I said, "Hey, Christian Wood has had some issues, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." It's like you watch him for 82 games and you just see it. You just see he wasn't bought in. He just didn't want to play here. And he quit on the he quit on the Rockets. New Year's Day, there was a game against the, the Denver Nuggets, and he didn't come back in the game. Like He didn't want to come back in the game because of some issues. There was some blow-ups in the locker room, things like that. He's had an attitude issue. And coming onto this team, the biggest thing that the Mavericks had in their favor this past year, the reason why that Jason Kidd had this team running on all cylinders the way that they were the second half of the year is because everybody was bought in. Everybody was bought in on their role, knew what their role is, fell into line, knew exactly where they stood, and Christian Wood brings a little bit of a red brings a little bit of an outlier there, and we're gonna see how it works and and see if he can come in and if Jason Kidd can convince him, it's gonna be a good a good coaching test for Jason Kidd and his staff to see if he can convince Christian Wood this is your role. You're not gonna get the post ups and stuff that that you want. You're not gonna get the you know twenty shots a game that you may want. You're not gonna get the featured in the offense type role necessarily. He's gonna get what Jason Kidd is gonna assign him to and. It's going to be interesting to see how Christian Wood buys into that, especially in a contract year, especially in a contract year where the guy has bounced around. He's 26 years old. It's not like he's 22 or 23 and there's a bunch of years in front of him. This may be the last time for him to cash in big. And so is he going to want to, all right, I'll take one for the team. I'll play my team role. My numbers will suffer a little bit because, but the team will play really well. Maybe Jason Kidd talks him into it the way that he talked, you know, Jalen Runson into it. Now Jalen Runson is probably easier to talk into playing his team role and doing that this past year and getting paid. But 
what's going to happen with Christian Wood? It, that's the part I think that is a big risk for the Mavericks. This is his seventh team in six years. So and most of it is because he wasn't necessarily that great coming into the NBA, right? He's bouncing around yeah. summer league teams and different contracts and things like that. So it's not like he's just been a problem everywhere. Yeah. And he hasn't played like, you know, one of those teams is the Pelicans. He played eight games. One of those teams was Milwaukee he played 13 games, but he's played, he's suited up for Philly, Charlotte, Milwaukee, New Orleans, Detroit. He had you know, a decent season in Detroit. Then he had that big year, his first year in Houston, when he went over to Houston, played with James Harden, had some go, go watch some James Harden, Christian Wood, pick and roll stuff. It's it. There's some really cool moments. He has some yeah. good numbers that year. You know, he averaged 21 points that, you know, last year or, Last oh yeah, last year. Getting trying to figure out if we're still calling this year. <laughs> I know, right? It was the twenty twenty one season. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he averaged a twenty one and ten basically in that season, shot thirty seven percent from three. And then this past year, you know, was the you know, basically it, it feels like he had a down year this past year and he still averaged eighteen and ten and shot forty percent from three. So it's like, all right. But so there is a little bit of all right, well, why is this dude 6'10", 6'11", and hasn't really caught on somewhere? Why is Houston just trading him and just giving up on him? I know they got young guys, and they're probably going to get, you know, Chet, Jabari, Paolo, one of those three guys in the draft, too. So, you know, there is there is some question marks. that He's not the best defender in the world. He's not no. the best, you know, when he gets switched, you know, switched off. He's not the best, hey, anchor the paint on defense type of guy. But will the contract year pull the best out of him on defense? I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. My, my, yeah, my thing about his defense is, and I was talking to Jackson Gatlin about this weeks ago. We talked about him, we talked about Christian Wood as a center option for the Mavericks, and I wasn't so, so I wasn't super sold on him. I wasn't like, hey, this is my guy. I w- let's go after Christian Wood. He should be available, and let's do it because he's not a good rim protector. He's not like that's not a thing that he's done in the NBA. What he is good at is what Jackson told me was he, he's good at stepping out and guarding on switches. He can do that. He can hold his own on switches. He's really mobile. He's got good feet. He can he can stay in front of a guy. And I think that is what probably really attracted the Mavericks to him is because they're going to be able to keep their switching defense. We we talked all about, okay, well, if they bring in a guy like Gobert or if they bring in a guy like, you know, Steven Adams or if they bring in a guy like some of these centers, these plotting centers where they can't switch, do all of a sudden they go back to, okay, we're playing one defensive style when this center is in and another or a Mitchell Robinson or whoever, a one defensive style when th- that guy is in and another defensive style when we go small and do our switching thing that really worked for us to get to the Western Conference Finals this past year. With Christian Wood, you can keep that. You can keep and you can play Maxi next to him. You can keep the switching. You can play Maxi next to him. Uh, you could probably play Dwight Powell next to him too because of Christian Wood shooting. Like th- there's options for the Mavericks here now. And that's what you want in a playoff series is to have options and to be able to do these things and to be able to switch on defense. Cause that's what is happening right now in the finals. Like look at the guy, the centers that are uh, like playing really well in the, in the finals. We talked about finals lessons a couple days ago. You need these dynamic. You need these, these. Here we go. <laughs> these dynamic centers and Christian Wood can be that guy. We haven't seen him play we also haven't seen him play in a really good like defensive system either he's played for the rockets the last two years he played for detroit he played for the pelicans for eight games and he's kind of bounced around before that so is this one where he can come in buy into the defensive system and the defensive system raises him up a little bit more because he can still switch and he has that ability have uh, we seen him on a good team that's what I'm saying. We have it. I mean he he was like, on he was on Milwaukee for 13 games in 2019 was that team really good 
Yeah, they won 60 I mean, games, just, but he only, it was just 13 games. He only played 13 games, so yeah. Any other thoughts on this team? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, no, I mean, professional we podcasters, gotta, Nick and Isaac. Here. We just got to see it in action. I mean, that's the only thing. And so, but but once again, to circle back to it, you tell you, you take the swing on it. Yeah. Like I don't even want to say swing. Like I don't, I don't even think it's that big of a swing. I, like I said, I don't think it's that big of a risk to give up the twenty six pick because you're getting a guy who's going to be in your rotation. And now. Coming up next, let's talk about the ceiling of this team. Does it change it? Does it change it for the playoffs now that you add a legit starting? I say legit. I, I clearly define starting center to the team. Talk about that coming up. But before we do, boom, shakalaka. We have big news. The one and only NBA Jam is back. Arcade one up the leader in at-home retro arcade games. It's not only bringing back the best game ever, NBA Jam. They've made it bigger and better than ever with a Shaq edition. You guys have seen my signed Shaq magazine back there. Shaq was my guy when I was a kid. Loved Shaq so much. Now you can have an NBA Jam Shaq edition in your house. Like the actual stand-up arcade console you'd see at an arcade. You can get that in your house, and it's not going to cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. One of the first... Uh, first sports games ever feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, no quarters required. You can get NBA Jam. You can also get classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at just $399. Uh, go to Arcade One Up, the number one, arcade1up.com slash locked on, and you can enter for a chance to win the NBA Jam uh, Shack Edition. They're going to give away three of them to Lockdown listeners. So go to arcade, so, the number one up.com, arcade one up.com slash Lockdown. And you can enter your email and they'll enter you a chance to win the NBA Jams Shack Edition. You got till July 8th. Don't wait. Do it now. Don't miss out. Enter today. Boom, shakalaka. NBA Jam could be in your house. All right, Isaac Harris, we've been talking about the Christian Wood trade. Dallas Mavericks trade for Christian Wood. We talked about the reaction. We think it's a win for the Mavericks as far as asset management. We think it's a win as far as improving the roster. We think it's a win in a lot of different ways. We think it's also a risk. It's a risk for the Mavericks to bring him in because of some attitude issues. He's not necessarily the, the, the incredible defender that the Mavericks would probably want. So now the question is, did Dallas's ceiling change? Oh, I thought you were going to continue with that. Um, I think it. I dropped it off to you, like I did. I handed it to you like a running back. I was like, here I was you watching go. your. I was watching your mouth. I was like, oh, here he's going to keep going. But um, I think it did a little bit. I think when you, I mean, they wanted to improve the center spot, and they did. So if you just want to use the blanket blanket statement of that, also think this could be an incomplete roster right now. I, I think mm. there could be some potential more moves coming. Uh, over the coming weeks and uh, let's see how that shakes out because yeah I, I just I think it would do us good to w wait a few weeks wait a week into free agency see how it shakes out and everything but I mean you just look at money wise and stuff like you're not they still have the exception like they they could still use that on draft night they could still entertain you know taking somebody into that and picking up a second round pick like it wouldn't shock me at all especially now that they have you know, roster spots, like look at the rotation in the playoffs, Reggie Doran, Luca, Jalen Brunson, Dwight Powell, Maxi, Spencer Dinwiddie, Christian Wood, like Josh, like these guys are still here. So now you just cleaned out the bottom of the roster. Yeah. So now it's like, what, how do you want to fill out the rest of the team? Like Theo, put, put Theo in there. Do add, you want to trade into Tim Hardaway? Yeah. Tim Hardaway. I forgot about Tim Hardaway. So 
there you go. I should have said that at the very beginning. You now you're adding Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway to this to this Western Conference Finals team, and it's like for nothing. I mean, for lack of like you know what I mean, like nothing, no sacrifice as far as you're not losing anybody in the rotation. You're taking the exact same team rotation that got you to the Western Conference Finals, three wins away from the finals, and you're adding Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. to that. So whether you don't touch anything now. You're like that's your selling point going into going into training camp, but I don't think they're done. I don't think that I still think they're going to tinker here and there. But that alone, right there, is wow. All right, we're already at this spot. Yeah, like you took a step forward. The Mavs took a step forward. I think they took a step forward. They got a, a better yeah. center than the, they had before. A guy that can play, guy that can hit the three, guy that can roll really well, can step out and defend. He's not going to defend the rim as well as you'd hope, but maybe putting him in a system will help that. And so now all of a sudden taking a step forward you got the you got your starters i think i think christian wood starts right away yeah i think they still keep the 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 two wings i think they still keep dorian and, and reggie and they probably yeah. keep luca and brunson that's probably your starting yeah. lineup right for now yeah and then all of a sudden off the bench now you have dinwiddie tim hardaway jr you have uh dwight you have maxi and you have josh green and frank probably and theo yeah and you still but you still have your mid-level your your tax tax mid-level you still have the exception if you want to use that you still have vet men's that now you're a team that is going to be good like you could be one of those teams now you're you're all you're not going to win the miami lakers battle for vet men's but 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 but, got isaac nico promised us dallas is going to get a seat at the table and so now this now with open roster spots this is Nico's time to shine. This is Nico's time yeah. for actually these relationships with players that have probably been in the league for a long time to try and convince one of them, hopefully a wing, hopefully like a good wing to come to the Mavericks, because that is definitely something they still need. They still need that guy. We talked about two needs. The Mavs need, they need a dynamic center. Did they get it? They probably got it today. And then they still need another wing. That's still something they need. It, and this is once I said this a while ago, but this is when you call up some teams in the second round and say, look across the rosters, look at somebody that they have that you know, on their team that they're that they're just trying to dump to try to clear up a little bit more salary cap. And they have multiple seconds, whatever it is, and say, hey, we'll take that player into our exception if you just give us our second. And now you're adding another player. Now you get a second round pick. And it's like there's always ways for them to to move into the draft. So. Selfishly, I would love for them to add somebody else on draft night so we can talk about them from a content <laughs> angle. <laughs> Just add anybody. Just add one person but, every day for the rest of the offseason for us. But you have Luca. You made the Western Conference Finals. And I think your your biggest objective going forward is keep moving forward. Keep taking tiny steps forward. Sometimes it's a big step forward of trying to, you know, consolidate, make a big swing at a you know bigger player or something like yeah. that. This is one of those moves where it's not a grand slam. It's not some giant leap to like, no. oh, we just made this huge leap forward. But you move forward. You took a step forward. You didn't move backwards. And I think that's the important part. And you didn't sacrifice a ton in the process. You didn't sacrifice any future flexibility either. So I, I think it's a win across the board, just not like, hey, grand slam win. Yeah, it's probably like a double if you're going to do the baseball analogy. To me, yeah. I think it's a double because it's it's good for for asset management. It's good for you know improving the roster without giving up anything. And this tra- like usually you say in trades, so you have to give up something good in order to get something back. You were giving up the 26 pick, which is a, a chance that one of these guys works out. Just yeah. go look at the past 26 pick. Uh, it's hard to get a guy that actually works. So 
Uh, yeah, so they take a step forward. Now we have to see what else they do because there's there's some more moves to be to be had, like you said. Um, what are some other ramifications of this trade that we can talk about? Should we should we go to should we go to our guy now? Yeah, it's time. Boban. The Mavericks could get Boban back. I don't want to. I don't want to. It's the hope that kills you, Ted Lasso. Like I, I know, I know, it's the hope that kills you. But according to Mark Stein, and this, this is just true for the CBA, if the Rockets trade Boban to someone else and then Boban gets waived or bought out or whatever from that team, then the Mavericks can bring him back in. If the Rockets just waive Boban, then the Mavericks have to wait a calendar year to sign him back. So Houston, you need to trade him somewhere. Houston, just do. I wouldn't be surprised if Nico like put that in the, okay, we'll agree to this trade. We'll send you this 26 pick that you guys want. We'll take Christian Wood off your hands because I know he's been an issue for you. We'll send you all these guys. We'll send you Boban. But you have to send Boban somewhere else. You have to help us and, and trade yeah. Boban so we can get Boban back. Because Boban was like doing things for the Mavericks today. Like Boban was at the Wings game today taking a picture with Satu Sabali. Like Boban was doing Dallas Mavericks things like this week. Uh, I know his so. his like camp camp thing. You know he's at the camper <laughs> thing that just blocking kids' shots. And we, I mean, we all know how much we love Boban. We know how close he is to Luca. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna use this until we can't use it anymore. Boban. Yeah. So I just it, it is. It's generally like when I saw his name pop up, I was like, I was upset. It. You get yeah, like you, legitimately go and, go listen to Locked On NBA where I learned about this live and I I was upset about Boban. And you know, I mean. Luca wants to win. I feel like people are going to ask that question too. Like, Oh, how pissed is Luca? You know, he's not happy because he's losing you know, a friend to Boban, but he wants to win more than anything. If you're going to tell, if you're going to tell Luca, Hey, pick a ring or you get to play with your best buddies. Now Luca might pick me now. Now Luca will, will pick the ring. And it's like, this is, this is the sad part of the business. So sometimes, so let's cross our fingers. Hopefully gets traded, bought out, comes back to Dallas somehow. And, uh, it's not the last of Boban. Has anybody checked on Derek Harper? <laughs> his guy, Trey Burke. his guy, Trey Burke is now gone. <laughs> Trey moving on. Marquis Chris, you know, Chris Haynes tweeted out that he had knee surgery recently. So he's going to be rehabbing for a couple months and stuff. Um, he seemed like a, a great guy too. I mean, they all did. Sterling Brown is really unfortunate. Sterling didn't work out more than what I he know. did. In he could have been that third wing, man. I was, I was so hopeful for him when he got signed. Yeah, so I think the question for Houston is how many of these guys you actually keep. You know, are, are they going to try maybe, to maybe Chris and that's it? But yeah, so I I don't know how many people, oh, how many of them they didn't Sterling Brown just play for them? Yeah, he was on there. Yeah, he was on. Marquis Chris played for the Rockets too at some point. Sterling Brown was on um, the Rockets last year. Uh, Tim McMahon just tweeted out: Mavs priorities now going into free agency. Resign Jalen Brunson. Add a wing who could be part of the playoff rotation. Resign Theo Pinson. Theo Pinson's part of the priorities. <laughs> Let's go, Theo. Uh, he should be. Honestly, he <laughs> like, should be. Like, I think uh, we we can talk about this a lot. I think what he brought culture-wise, chemistry-wise, this Mavericks team yeah. mattered a whole lot to the Mavs. Yeah. No, One I, of the reasons why we brought him on the yeah. pod. We wanted him on the pod. Like We brought him on twice because we thought that he had a lot to say. And <laughs> everybody thinks he has yeah. a lot to say. Yeah. Bobby Marks tweeted out too. This is a, a good point to to add it on add on this that this this trade can't be completed until 
yes. draft yeah. night happens. So because of the Stepien rule, you know, they can't really trade this pick. So they, they got to take the pick. This is going to be one of those things that whoever they take at 26 is going to be wearing a Mavs hat and we can get the screenshots while we can. So the, the Stepien rule says that you can't trade picks in consecutive years. So the Mavs can't trade this pick and then next year's pick. They already owe the 2023 pick to the Knicks for the Porzingis trade. And so they have to wait until, and they have to do the, the Trey, the Trey young Luca thing where the Mavs will select a player at 26, but it will be the Rockets player. The Rockets will tell them yeah. which player they want them to select. And then the trade will go through on draft night. So you won't see like a Christian Wood introductory press conference or anything, probably until after the draft. And so, yeah, yeah. so you won't hear from him or anything like that. So that'll be, that'll be interesting, but that's the trade. We'll break it down probably all the rest of the offseason. This is a, a big deal for the Dallas Mavericks. So we'll break down some of, some of that. We'll bring on Jackson Gatlin from Lockdown Rockets to talk about uh, what this means for the Mavericks and, and what he's going to bring to the Mavs. And so we'll talk all about that. Stick with us and uh, go check out Lockdown NBA Big Board. Great stuff from Rafael Barlow. We have an episode that I'll probably just post just because we talked about some draft stuff as a bonus on YouTube. So you can go check that out. We had a part two with him that was supposed to go today, but uh, I'll do it as a bonus or something. So go check that out. And the ultimate lock, ultimate uh, NBA mock draft. Check it out wherever you get your podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.